Hey there, I'm Grant. And I'm Sarah. This is Unspoken Ag, where two farming friends are tackling the tough issues this generation of farmers is facing. This podcast will cover everything from intricate family challenges to what life looks like after farming and to why young farmers and ranchers are fed up. We are talking about all the stuff no one wants to or they really wish people did. You know, the stuff that keeps you up at night and guzzling coffee in the morning. We're here to let you know you aren't alone. This is Unspoken Egg. Hey there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unspoken Eggs. Uh, today, we have Grant and Sarah coming at you, and today's topic we're going to discuss a little bit um, is not basing your success off of other people's opinions. Um, it used to be the thing where the more land you run, the more successful you must be. But I think if you've kind of looked at the recent bankruptcies and, and whatnot, that's not necessarily always the case. Yeah, I think defining your own success and what that looks like for you and, and owning that is really important. And you can look at success in a variety of different ways, but if you can't stay operational, um, you know, that's it's not being very successful. So <laughs> staying, you know, understanding what that looks like for you. And maybe it's not 5,000 acres, maybe it's 500, or maybe it's only 250 and then you run some livestock instead, or maybe you find a niche market or maybe just goals for you are literally just i want to pay off this debt and i want to own my operation in cash or you know defining your own success is huge i mean for us we keep a a running goal sheet in our google keep app on our phones and um you know it's just things that we want for our farm and we've been able to tick off a few of those things this year but um you know, success from the outside looking at our farm, we probably don't look all that successful. I mean, our farm isn't brand new. It, the lawn's not always mowed because we've got other things going on. But, um, you know, you really have to just figure out what that is for you. Well, and that's just that I feel like we all need to be a little honest that I think a lot of farmers are judgmental towards others, right? And there maybe gets to be that like the sense of jealousy at times. And just because you don't have, you know, a brand new tractor, a tractor that's, you know, within five years old, um, doesn't mean you're not making it. It just means like that tractor is there's a good chance that it's either paid off or you're not gonna have to pay near as much for it, and yet it probably works just as good, if not better. Um and you know and it, and it helps your operation it's you know it's it's all the little things especially in today's day you know like you almost got half to nickel and dime it and just you know take what others opinions are about it isn't necessarily always the truth and i think that kind of goes for the banks as well you know they're, they're looking at your assets and like oh well you know that tractor's not worth you know a whole lot <laughs> no it's not but it's worth a lot to us and that's what's you know helping our operation be successful yeah i think 
it was kind of funny this spring because our DSM for our seed business started jokingly call calling us uh, the barely getting by ranch. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it probably looks like we're barely getting by to you because we don't have the latest and greatest equipment. We don't, um, you know, everything's not perfect at our farm operation. Um, we make do with a lot. Um, but I was also like secretly like part of me was like, you know, I bet I have more money in my like bank account than probably any other seed dealer you work with right now. But oh, you know, like, you know, and I'm, and I'm young. So hey, and, and I don't have a ton of credit card debt. And I don't have like, you know, I don't have all this other debt, like, because everything like we've operated in cash. That's what Mark and I have done. Like we've paid for everything, you know. So I was kind of like, I shouldn't have let like what he said, like, irk me it so much but it kind of did because it was just like why do people judge like I don't know what that farm has like if they're taking care of their livestock and they're and they're making it work like who cares if their shed is you know from 1970s and and it works and it's not you know a brand new whatever loafing shed like who cares like if it's making it work for them and that's and that is their goal and they just want to have livestock or they they just want to farm, like, good for them. <laughs> well, that's just like with you guys. Number one, you guys, this is your first year on your own. And number two, like, you guys each bring a totally different set of skills to the farm. <laughs> and I think that helps, like, with working off-farm. But, like, Mark is quite mechanically inclined. So, like, with, with a lot of that older equipment, reliable, you know, and still reliable equipment, he can work on it himself. He doesn't have to take it to the dealer. So that's how you guys, right, right, am I right from the outside looking in, how you guys kind of save a little bit of money on this whole thing by not having to have the labor costs on, on breakdowns and, you know, just kind of the little, the little dumb stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, he worked for a variety of dealerships, um, you know, and he knows what their labor rates are and what pricing is on some of those things. And, even just, you know, not being able to fix equipment because of the technology that's involved in the new equipment. Um, you know, that's a huge thing with all of that. And, you know, there's, yeah, we save a lot of money by operating older equipment. You know, we didn't have, we had like one day of downtime this spring where we had to fix some hydraulic hoses and it, and it happened like at a weird time of the day where we couldn't get them because places were closed. And, but by like the next afternoon we were up and running and, and we have, farm with you know a 1980 tractor so um <laughs> yeah and honestly and that was success for us just literally being able to have our own tractor um that we could run our farm with and have our own planter I mean like I said we kept a running list of our goals and some of our goals were to buy our own planter and buy our own tractor and um you know we did that so whatever your you know write down your goals for your farm and what success looks like for you and, and for your life too you know maybe it's being with your family more maybe it's spending some more time with your kids maybe it's not operating like you said 2,000 acres because you do want to be able to be home at the end of the night um, or you do want to be able to be done farming by you know mid-June for the year um, you know and that's with all your planting and spraying because you want to be able to spend some summer time with with your kids or whatever it is or you want to go on a vacation um you know really like i just look at what that looks like for your life i guess 
Well, and like with the goals, you know, so you're making your short-term goals. So like, what do we want within the next year? Um, your intermediate goals within the next five years, your long-term goals, 10, plus, 10 and over years, right? Or, or five to 10 and over, whatever. Um, but also keep in mind, and I remember my farm management instructor in college would say, you know, my boys, this is, this is a fluid thing, right? You're always going to be changing. It's always going to be changing. Um, he's right. I mean, you can't say today what crop prices are going to be in 2022. We have no idea. Um, hopefully they're better. <laughs> they need to be better. Um, and so making those short-term goals for what you know is probably going to, it's probably going to look like in the next six months to a year, probably, you know, is a great start. And you know what you can do. And, you know, so like all these podcasts that we do, everything kind of wraps all together, right? Like everything is, is totally interwoven. So like meet up with a farm management instructor and then that can also give you a pretty good idea of where you're at and also what you can be doing to, you know, make yourself more successful. And, you know, I, I just we kind of keep kind of hopping back to Mark and Sarah, but that's a really great example on being successful, even if it doesn't look like it to you know on the outside. Not that you're not, because you're, um, <laughs> you guys are crap. No. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's, okay. it's okay we know we need to replace the roof on our garage we know the front steps to our house are like tilted like we know we need to do some mowing and weed eating we know <laughs> that's what you got sheep for no. um, i think i might have to get some but, but you know, to do some work on our pasture <laughs> long story about that for another time um but no yeah like but don't you know you just can't let other people's opinions matter. Um, especially now when you see, you know, bankruptcies and random combines on the side of the road for sale and stuff like that, right? And I, <laughs> one of these times we're going to have um, one of my buddies come on, he's a banker, and he can kind of give us a little bit more insight on the banking side. And, you know, because they're not, they're not trying to be, you know, bad and stuff like that, because like, they're also running that business and, you know, they are trying to help as much as possible. Um, but they kind of give a little bit of leeway and sometimes I feel like people get caught with that leeway and put themselves in a little bit, you know, over their heads, um, where the bank, and you got to look at it as the bank was trying to help you. Um, I think that kind of got a little bit off topic here, but regardless, you just can't let you know the outside determine your success um well, like, you know and hey maybe in five years your goal is to have another 500 acres great but just make sure that it's you know the right fit for you for your operation um you know and like i said i i, I still highly recommend you know trying to get wrapped up with a farm management instructor um we know a bunch of them and, and we know they help so yeah the nice thing is um 
I've had people reach out to me from this podcast just wondering more about FBM. So if you guys have questions about how FBM works and how they can help with your success as a farm operation, please let us know. We're going to bring on some more FBM instructors too um, here throughout the coming months as well and some bankers like um, Grant said. So um, we have lots of people that are coming on that can help you, you know, define your success and what that looks like for your farm. Um, the other thing I was just going to say too is there's always like this social media comparison, right? Um, and it's kind of, that's so hard nowadays because we see a lot of highlight reels. Um, we don't see the hard, right? Um, we don't always want to talk about the hard. I mean, I know even you and I, someday we both are like, we'll, we'll talk about what our hard really was. We're just not ready to talk about that yet. Um, but like, and there are some people that I know that are literally like, they are cutting their teeth and just crawling and scraping and clawing to get where they're at farming. And I have so much respect for them, but we don't always talk about that. And that's what, you know, we wanted to really talk about is, you know, those farmers that are really clawing their way just to have that farming dream. Um, and it's so easy to get caught up in the comparison life, especially with social media of, well, how come it's working for them? Or how come they get to do this? Or gosh, I really want to do that. And we are all working towards there. It might take us a little bit longer, or it might not be the right time for some of us or whatever it looks like. Um, but man, I mean, you just kind of, like I said, you got to work your own goals, make your plan, work your plan probably going to have to adjust the plan 10 times um but just keep working at it um uh, our fbm instructor always jokingly calls us the junkyard dogs is that because we'll survive <laughs> we'll figure out a way to survive um so if, if you're like me and you're a junkyard dog more power to you like i mean your work ethic i just don't compare yourself to some of those other folks that are you know had a leg up or just doing better or whatever it is or have different goals and have different defines of success for their operation just you do you right like right exactly you know yeah like Sarah said you do you you define your own success um you know and, and you guys have probably all heard like goals a lot with us and you know pretty much any motivational speakers and be like you need to make goals right well that's the truth um and just having them written down, you know, like Sarah has them on her phone or, you know, if that's physically putting paper on the wall, like these are our goals, right? It's going to help. You're going to look at it and, you know, be determined and in the, you know, in adjusting your plan, right? So like right now, you know, 10 years ago when I was in school, I thought that I was going to be farming and I thought I was going to be, Maybe not running the show, but, like, having quite an influence on how things were ran, you know. Uh, that's definitely not happening, as you guys know. So, be flexible. You know, that's, all, that's what it's about, right? Um, you know, in Farm Bureau, we talked a lot of, always about being flexible with everything. And you got to be. It's... You know, so in the morning, you know, do your stretches. No, I'm just kidding. Well, you probably should. It's good for your health. But, um, you know, just be flexible. Things will happen. And 
got to be patient too. And I don't know. Everything happens for a reason. So just got to keep that in mind and it will be okay. One way or another, it'll be okay. Yes, right? there are, there have been a lot of times where Mark and I have looked at each other this year and just have said, thank God for unanswered prayers this year. Um, there were things that, you know, in our time where we were like, why, why aren't we getting this? Or, or why, why aren't we getting a leg up? Or why aren't we, how come we're not treated, you know, the way we think we should be and things like that. And, and now we both go, thank God, none of that ever happened. <laughs> um, so sometimes, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and for us, um, that's been a lot of that. So things that you think maybe would help your farm operation be successful, and they don't work out for whatever reason, um, maybe that's because five, ten years down the road, you're going to look back and got, go, thank God it didn't work out, um, because I am so much more successful today. I, I am a much better person, or I'm not in a situation that, um, you know, I shouldn't have been in, or whatever it is. So there are a lot of times where, you know, we pray for things and God says not right now or not the time or I have better things coming your way. You just need to be patient. Um, so, and patience can be hard. <laughs> um, but uh, I, like I said, I thank God daily on a lot for a lot of reasons for unanswered prayers right now. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think that that's important to remember too, is maybe it's just God's way of saying, be patient. I have better things coming down the road for you. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, because even you guys kind of like, like Denica and I, you know, if you'd have told me, you know, four years ago, what was going to happen, like, so like in the last four years, I, you know, number one, I don't think I would have believed it. Um, but hindsight, you know, like you're saying, if that all would not have happened, you know, I, like, I don't know where I'd be, right? Um, you know, when you're not, when you're not happy and you're kind of in that, in like, not necessarily like a dark hole, but like, just not happy in general and you're grumpy and, you know, things didn't happen like we thought they were going to, like we were hoping they were going to, like we based our entire plan, right? We went to school for this, that she went to school for that, you know? If that wouldn't have happened, maybe maybe Denica wouldn't have gone to school for nursing, right? And you know, now she's an RN. We got through it, you know. Um, yep. And I don't know. And now I'm thankful. And now and now we're thankful that that like the worst thing that ever happened to us happened to us. Yeah, because it created Life a passion for the both of you. So, I mean, right. think about that. How the passions and how much help like you guys have given to other people just through the fire department, through Danica being a nurse now, just finding those passions right. and things in life. Um, you know, success mm -hmm. might look different. And like I said, well, and we're happy. You. We're happy. Yeah. So, but yeah, so make sure, um, you know, like we always kind of say, like, if you guys have a topic you want us to discuss, you think something's really important, or if it's something that like, you want us to come and talk to before, make sure you guys tell us too, because we want to help you guys, you know, as much as possible with goals and, and those types of things too. So like send us, you know, something that's going to help you. Um, Cause like you kind of said, like every, all of our podcasts are kind of wrapped up in this big ball and we just kind of, it's like an onion, right? It's got layers. We just pull it off, you know, 
sounds like layers. Uh, <laughs> little shrek for Birthday you. cake. Um, birthday cake layers. <laughs> birthday, birthday cake layers. <laughs> Wait, no, you don't mix white cake and chocolate cake to make a marble. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it's, you know, the success of yourself is also, you know, we've talked about before, finding your niche. Um, you know, doing what you can to, to make yourself successful to you, right? So, like, if it's your first year as a beekeeper and you have, you know, two hives, it was a success, right? You made some honey, great. Next year, your goal is to have four or you know, whatever. I don't know how the bee world totally works. I'm not an expert, and I don't like it. I'm allergic. So, <laughs> um, it's, it's what you make it, right? And it's being flexible, it's adjusting, it's doing all these things. So, yeah. like we said, you do you, make a plan, work your plan, <clears throat> adjust it when needed. And don't give a rat's behind about other people's opinions. Yep. Just we're, kind of, you. Yeah. <laughs> we're not in high school anymore. Well, maybe you are. So don't, if you're in high school, definitely don't let other people's opinions matter. Because <laughs> you're going to look back in 10 years and they're just, you're going to be like, that's okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is probably what people look at me and think, but whatever. <laughs> so, all right. Well, um, you know, send us a message on Facebook or send us an email. Um, if there's something you want to talk about, if, you know what? Even if, if you want to be on our show, we, we could probably swing that too. Um, I know we have a couple of guests for a couple of upcoming shows in the works here. So um, stay tuned. I do apologize. We're not super timely, but we're, we're kind of, I don't want to make an excuse that we're busy people, but we always kind of seem to have a lot of stuff going on. So it's always kind of a, a rat race. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Unspoken Ag.